I V M. Hello, one. Hello, all. Welcome to the diary of the traveling professor. And I'm Sadhat Deshmukh, your friendly neighborhood traveling professor himself. Well, what do I have in store for you this week? This diary entry of mine, as we enter. Um, well, almost the end of the year. No, not really. Well, at least we are in November. As a train blasts in front of me, my house is beautiful where I live in London, but it's a little too close to the station, so I can hear those trains go in and go out as they please. But I got to live with that, don't I? Even when I do my podcasts, even when I do my diary entries, dear people. Well, as the train has moved. so do my thoughts and what i'm looking at is sharing a really interesting question that a student of mine shared with me on instagram he said professor i think this is a multi part question but i'm going to try and paraphrase it as much as possible right so ronax if you're listening to this well this one is for you he said do you think that there is uh, marketers can actually ever create needs okay and then there were some more related questions which is could you like kind of really distinguish between a need desire and want so he wanted my take on it and i just wanted to tell you that there are many professors and books and stuff like that out there who i truly respect but i might be contradicting some of them i just wanted you to know that this is my perspective ronak see how that sits with you and uh, everybody else too have a listen I actually think that the way in which we are looking at need, want, and desire is a little different. It's a little different because I feel that we think that these are different things, and yes, they are to an extent because need is connected directly to survival. Okay, want possibly is uh, connected directly to let's say your uh, sense of well-being and sense of success. okay and your desire is possibly just a motivation or a goal or maybe just an illusion an illusory thing that you're looking for which you know you may never even get fulfilled at certain times but it's the fuel that keeps you going it's the illusion that keeps you going now this is all beautiful and romantic and poetic but if i have to kind of break this down and look at the brain right and neuromarketing suddenly the whole need want and desire become very different things don't they because then what i understand is that ah, i recognize a need deeply in my primordial brain right i recognize a want very deeply in my limbic system and my prefrontal cortex right now if you must understand this a little more prefrontal cortex is something that does logical and rational thinking limbic system is connected to your emotions and primordial is directly connected to you know the core flight or fight or freeze sort of syndromes that come from reptilian you know parts of human beings because there's a bit of reptile in all of us isn't it now the thing is and i'm sure i'm butchering up the neuroscience as i speak and i go about blithely about it the thing is what's really interesting is that actually actually the mechanism is the same of wanting something that is there in the external environment that we don't have or don't we don't think we possess but different parts of the brain are lit up with a need different parts are lit up with a want and different parts are lit up with a desire 
How does that sound, Ronak? So actually, the way in which I would differentiate it is by looking at which parts of the brain are actually lit up in the process to recognizing that uh, that that feeling that you have in the pit of your stomach or and at the, at the small of your throat or whatever you want to call it. But it's all in the brain, my friend. And then the main question, do you think that a marketer can really create a need? Hmm. I don't think so. Okay. To be, to be honest, I think a marketer can harness something that already exists. A marketer, I don't think can create something which is not there. Right. I think it's a marketer's ego that allows a marketer to feel that, oh, I've created a need. What a marketer may have done at best is to identify a need that the customer himself or herself has not identified. And that's different. And that's clever too. And that's ingenious, but it's not the creation of new behavior. So Ronak, I don't think, I don't think that you can actually literally create a need. I think you can harness a need or you can recognize a need that the customer has, um, you know, not recognized in her own self or in his own self. Does that make sense? Does that make sense to you guys? I know that I'm giving it my own spin and I'm sure that I will be, you know, attacked and pilloried by people who have different points of views. But I just wanted to make, I, you know, to be honest, I just want to make marketing more science oriented as much as possible because a lot of marketing is considered woo-woo by, uh, you know, a lot of other disciplines like finance and HR and stuff like that. And the more uh, scientific and rigorous we get about understanding the discipline of marketing, which is an applied discipline, mind you, the better off we will be and the more we will be respected. So in a nutshell, that's my answer to the does a marketer uh, create a need in in a customer's mind? And is there a difference between a need, want and desire? I hope you like this diary entry of mine. Many, many more to come from, from where this came from. And um, specifically, uh, just send out questions like Ronak does to me on my Instagram or my LinkedIn, where I am the traveling professor. And I'll be happy to look at these questions and answer them through my podcast. Right. I've done this before and I'll do this again. And until next time, then stay safe, people stay safe. Bye.